the beauty of this hindsight question of what the best decision is, is sometimes we can identify ways in which we did things that seemed difficult or seemed counterintuitive to us in the moment. It wasn't always easy to follow the, the path and stick with it when it was hard and keep coming back and learning to just be this new version of yourself. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe, and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? I was doing this training this weekend for this highly, I, I just, I'll call them like a powerful team of people, right? This was a private equity firm. Everybody that I was doing work with were, it was 25 people. I'd say 20 of them are partners at some level in this place, right? So not just in terms of monetary success, but, you know, 15 to 20 years of experience in this space. Um, they manage $9 billion. I don't think unfathomable is too big of a term, right? $9 billion. Um, and they own, this company owns 31 other companies. So it's the way private equity works is they invest a lot of money or they completely buy out other companies. They do something with them to help me make more money. The, the goal is to make them make two to four to five times as much money in the space of five to 10 years. And then they sell them. That's how private equity works. And I got to be honest with you all, just walking into a room like that, having to train these 20 some people was an endeavor, right? Just walking in there kind of going like, oh, fuck, like I can just tell you have to prove yourself just for them to even want to listen to you. So I spent a whole week preparing, did my absolute best. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning on the morning that I had to do the thing because I couldn't sleep anymore. And then spent the next five hours before breakfast, <laughs> continuing to refine the 90 slide deck that I'd created for this training oh. from scratch. So a lot riding on it, but we, we were talking about decisions. And for me, my decision in it was, am I going to take this challenge on? How do we create a, an environment, not all that different than what we do here, where people feel safe, people feel empowered, and people feel accountable, right? Like they have skin in the game, like, they're, like there's something that they own in an environment that big and that complex. And you would be surprised at even with this high level of success and even with this, you know, incredibly powerful group of people, how hard it was. It took the entire day and a half to get people from everybody just agreeing with the boss or being afraid to say things that would disagree with the boss to the last three hours on the second day getting almost everybody in the room, I'd say 
two thirds of the people in the room to be willing to engage in really honest, transparent conversation. And it's kind of, you could just see them. I had to walk them through and, and him and the boss, like, um, and I'll, I'll walk through some of the techniques. Cause then I want to, I think we all get to get empowered in this way, but he's a big personality. Imagine somebody who creates a company that is in charge of that much. Right. And started it 25 years ago. Right. When they were small, they were only managing $200 million. He's this force. And in the middle of the two-day training, he and one of the only other people who's willing to speak up, you could just, they got into it in the middle of the room. And this guy, this other guy's like probably 48, 49, 50 years old, facing off with the boss, right? And you could see how they were at an impasse. Like this was exactly what happens all the time is people get shut down. And the boss is the guy that brought me in. He wants to create a safer place to have conversations, but he's so forceful. He's like their father in a way he's like their father. And so people wouldn't speak up. And as they were, I, I gave him an exercise to do. And as they were the, doing the exercise, I called him out of the room. I was like, I need to talk to you. We walked outside and it was so crazy and so cool. The moment we walked, we walked outside, like I fucked up. I know I fucked up. I, I shut down the entire conversation. And I was like, you can't do that in a room of 25 people, right? The mo if I let you do that, I lose all credibility in front of everybody in that room and they lose complete confidence in the process. And the reason I'm saying the story here is it's amazing how you can have two completely different perspectives, even though people are shooting for the same goal in the same room. He wanted what they wanted. He wanted open conversation and he wanted them to step up. But in the way he was behaving, he created a really difficult environment for them to step up and make the right decision. We walked into his house, which is about 45, 30, 40 minutes outside of San Francisco in an area called Woodside. Which I don't know if anybody knows where that is, but it's pretty much one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in the world. Right. And we drive up and it's like one of those, you know, he's got the electric gate and it's one of those quarter mile driveways. And as you drive it, you know, you're like, what the hell am I driving into right now? And it's on six acres and it's a gorgeous five bedroom, I don't know, 7,000 square foot home with five acres of land behind it and a pool, an indoor basketball court, an indoor gym, a tennis court. Like that's how he lives. But the door to the house opened and we walked into the living room and I looked at him and said, it must be depressing to walk into this house every day because it's empty. It's silent. And this guy knows that the best decision, I, logically, he knows the best decision for him is to help the people around him step up so he can move away from being the all-knowing blah, 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 father of this family, right? But it's almost like he can't help himself. And so the beauty of this hindsight question of what the best decision is, is sometimes we can identify ways in which we did things that seemed difficult or seemed counterintuitive to us in the moment. It wasn't always easy to follow the, the path and stick with it when it was hard and keep coming back and learning to just be this new version of yourself. And so what I love the most about that question is how do we go back, look at those decisions and go, okay, why is that the best decision? 
Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.